0: Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Um, We thank God for what he continues to do in this house. Um, We are in our last week of this series. We are calling Testimony. Everybody say Testimony. Testimony. Man, and um, we've had the privilege over the past few weeks to have um, some amazing guests that have been super transparent, sharing their stories, and um, really just... uh, really just have um, marked us by their words um, as we've had some topics here and there. And um, this morning is no different. Um, And so just as we do it, the Gapway, uh, I know it's early, but can we just go ahead and just start clapping right now? Uh, The Gapway, as we honor, um, we have a special guest uh, this morning. Um, I'm super excited to... uh, to to uh, to announce him, but can we just make noise for Mr. Dare Jaiola um, as he comes up? He's our guest this morning, and um, we are super super excited to have him here. Can we make some noise? Can we make some noise until he gets a seat? Come on, 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 <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come <laughs> on. What's up? <laughs> I don't know if there's more titles. Is there something more? It's should... okay.
1: It's okay. <laughs> thank God that I'm shy. I'm just. Really...
0: <laughs> he is not shy, by the way. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Thank okay. you so much for no, having me you. this morning. Thank yes. you, Dara. No, we thank, yeah. thank, thank God. Um, thank you. Man, let's make some noise again. Let's make some noise again. Let's make some noise again. Thank you. Man, God is so faithful. Um, well, thank you for being here, first of all. Um, we honor you. Um, and we truly appreciate you. Um, I'm just going to shout you out. Because you're here. Um, can we also just make noise for the support system for Woo! the amazing, his wife, Darius' wife, Joy Jayola? Jolayami. <laughs> what is it, Jolayami? Yes. Jo, sorry, Jolayami, my bad. July, you mean <laughs> yes, my bad. Thank you. Um, and, and also, it was her birthday two days ago. Two days ago. <gasps> yes. So yes. can we just, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday! Enjoy. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. There we go, man. Uh, man. Th- thank, you for bringing the whole crew. Oh,
1: yeah, the whole crew came actually. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: Um. No. Um, so um, we're super grateful to have you here. Thank you for coming through. Um, and so um today uh Gap Church we are super excited because um, our topic if you're taking notes is um bold steps of faith. Both steps of faith, both steps of faith. And um, yeah, it's about to be crazy. <laughs> I'm super
1: excited for this um, topic because I don't even think, I think I'm here to even learn, you know, to listen, to get impacted, you know, to get more testimonies. Let me put it Amen. that way. Amen. Because this is amazing. It's an amazing topic. It's an amazing thing that we need okay. at this season. So, thank you very much. No problem.
0: (laughs) And can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, for those that do not know who you are? (laughs) Okay,
1: okay, okay. My name is Dari Jolayemi, Dari Jolayemi, and um, I'm married, this, that over there is my beautiful wife, Joy Jolayemi, and um, yeah, I'm an IT engineer by profession, you know, I serve in the main and HRF and Taylor crew, so... Yeah, I love to meet people. I'm shy, but I do a lot of things. So for people that know me, don't ah, who are you? I'm pretty <laughs> shy, so that's the fun fact about me. But people don't know. No. But uh, that's just me. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here. Um, so of course, bold steps of faith. And so, um, the way the way I want us to start this is just like, what is faith? What is faith to you?
1: Think faith. <laughs> faith, faith, faith to me. It's just, I would say, that is what God has used to bring me this far. I would say, that is what God has used to bring me this far. And um, um, I remember a couple of years ago, like 2015, I, was, I, knew, I came to the United States in 2014. But 2015, you know, a lot of, you know, stability issues and things like that. And I was somewhere one day just a random lady came to a store that I was in, and um, it's not somebody that knows me because she's um, Caucasian. She's white, so it's, <laughs> you are not related in any way. <laughs> yeah, she just walked up to me, and, you know, we spoke for a little bit, then she was leaving, and She came back inside and held my hands, like, can I pray with you? And she said, after the prayer, she was like, you know, you have a gift of faith. You have a gift of faith hold on to it. Hold on to it. I can re- vividly hold on to it. And that was the first time I consciously, like I have that con- like consciousness that, okay, this thing is a gift. And that was when the devil started attacking my faith. And how, do, how did he do that? You know, throwing doubts in my way. But don't let us go. That far, know, yeah. But Let us so, put it so. out. But grace, I believe, faith mm-hmm. has brought me this far.
0: Probably. Amen, yeah. amen. So you mentioned that like, um, so she prayed and she said that you have a gift of faith. So at that moment, what were the things that, um, like, were there traces that made you realize like, oh, I really do have, like, what were the traces?
1: Okay, um, to also go back and um, before then, um, the journey getting to the United States, I know I've shared it with a couple of people that know me before, and it's so interesting in the sense that For the faith to be put to work, there are situations that will surround you that will look like, okay, no, you don't deserve this. Like, there are some things that is not yours, you understand. And I was still telling somebody two days ago, you know, because prior to me coming to the United States, the things were so down that I was, my prayer to God was just to eat out of the scrap of the table, like, you know, it's okay. Let me eat out of the scraps of the table, like anything that falls down. You know what? I know there are some people that can, are fit to sit by the table and to enjoy God's blessing. To enjoy God's blessing. And I will give an example. It's so funny. It's a funny experience, but I will never forget it from in my life. So, because before, you know, for people that came, that know how visa issues are in Nigeria. You know, I came as a student. So... Before then, I was like, "Okay, I will I will not qualify because looking at myself, my physical self, then
0: <laughs>
1: the let me go ahead, the abroad did not fit. <laughs> the abroad did, so when I went to the embassy in Nigeria and um, because I have been faced with a lot of disappointments in my life prior to that, so I believe that okay, you know what, this is your first time going for visa, you will not get it. So I already prepared myself mentally that, okay, when you go there, just prepare your mind that they will not give you. So that when they say no, you will not faint. And people, you just disgrace yourself. Mm-hmm. So when I got there and I saw people, you know, uh, um, young people then with accents and things. Their parents brought them with nice car and things like that. I was like, uh-uh, they are broad these people now. These are the people they are going to give. Mm-hmm. So getting there, I will say I did not have faith. And that's where the scripture, we say, um, the scripture here says something like, faith is a gift. It is not your works. So God actually used that um, incident to kind of like spark, you know, to reignite my faith. When I got it, it's not by qualification like what God, but it's just God that stepped into that situation. So I was like, oh, this actually works. But don't let me talk too much. Let me give that Aaron to too. <laughs> oh no,
0: that's perfect. To, yeah. No, perfect. Thank you so much. Can we just make a hand for yes. that real quick? Um so I like I like what you how you were talking about your process and, and I think um I think you know, just to, I've seen some evidence, I'm gonna pick it out from what you were talking about. And so um, you know, with faith in general, I want us to realize and understand this if you're taking notes, faith is just like the, the definition of faith is complete trust in someone or something, right? complete trust in someone or something. Um, If you go to the scripture, uh, I want us to open our Bibles to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. I'm sure many of us know this chapter. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Is it uh, on the screens? I want to make sure before I start reading. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. It's okay. Don't depend on the screens. You guys have a phone. (laughs) So I'm reading from the New King James Version. um, And it says, uh, now faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Bless the reading of God's word. And so um, I, I love this scripture because um, it's kind of a framework to, to kind of introducing us into what faith looks like and what faith really quote-unquote is. Um, and I always tell people like, oh, You know, people, I think we had a gathering, we have a gathering that um, takes place, a small, small group that takes place. And I remember we had a conversation, I don't know if it was earlier this year, maybe last year, somebody asked, oh, you know, how do I know I have faith, right? Because let's just start there. Like, how do I know I have faith? And what is the evidence of maybe I having having faith? And I was like, you know, in this scripture right here, it says in verse 2, or verse 3, it says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And I remember in that meeting we were saying that if you really deep it, how crazy does it sound that you're just praying to an in- invisible entity? Or to just, you're praying in the air. But you believe that you're going to get an answer. Okay. Right? That itself, the belief is faith. Just, just start there. What am I saying? I'm saying this. The moment you pray and you're believing that you're going to get a response from God, it's you believing like, that's, that's, that's an aspect of faith. Why do we say that we, we, we have a faith? Because we don't see God, right? I mean, people have seen him, you know. <laughs> see him like, oh, what's up? You know, dab him up. We don't see God physically. And so the aspect of us just salvation is faith. Salvation is faith in general. Because you have made a commitment to be in relationship with someone that you don't even see. And then you trust that this person can deliver you, can has, has saved you. This person has uh, died for you. You trust all these things. You didn't see Jesus on the cross. Sure. That itself is faith. And so if you don't think you have faith, just start there. You do have faith. Even if it's a little bit, less, it, there's, there's some faith there. It's a mustard seed faith. And so um, I love what Hebrews 11, 6 says because I think, why faith is so important is because it says, uh, w- without faith, it is impossible to please him. Yeah. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Right? And so, we cannot please God without faith. Absolutely. Right? We, like, you're not going to, just generally speaking, you're not going to put your money into an investment if you don't think you're going to reap. Right? Right? And so, with God, it's like we can—it's impossible for us to please Him if we don't have a, a a foundation or we don't actually believe in Him. And so, I think um, I think w- why this is important is because a lot of times we talk about faith, but we have to realize through Scripture and understanding—and you were kind of talking about this—is that when you have faith, there needs to be steps that are taken after, right? When you have faith, there's steps that have to be taken after. And so, I think the best, the best person I can think of um, as an example is someone like Noah, right? Someone like Noah. And, and so, the thing about faith is that you can believe in God for something, but there's an aspect where you have to take the steps going forth. I love what Hebrews 11 7 says. It says, By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Right? And so we have to realize, yes, you can have faith, but with faith, there's a responsibility of taking steps within your faith. So it's one thing to just say that, oh, I believe God will just do it, but remember, there's, the faith without works is, okay, right?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, like, Um, Dara said earlier that you should believe that you have faith. You should believe you have faith. You might be thinking, okay, like somebody asked, uh, how do I know I have faith? Just take it as the fact that you know you have, you've not seen your, I don't know if anybody has seen their, what is an organ in the body that is very silent? If I say the heart, you know, we know it's, okay, let's say you have a liver. They say, okay, you have a liver that does this and that. It's a gift from God. God created it that way. The same way, the scripture says, and I will go to Ephesians two eight to nine. Um, eight to nine. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your doing. It is a gift of God. It is a gift of God. And um, you said instruction is not just to believe that you have faith, and um. I read through Hebrews, the old Hebrews 11, and it's so interesting because, you know, it talks about Abrahamic faith. It talks about Esther. It talks about Ruth. It talks about Noah. All these people did some things that are backed up by God's instructions. Mm. And you might say, "Okay, these people, they heard from God because Abraham, God spoke to him directly. God spoke to Noah, you know, God speaks to us today, but he has already given us his word. That is the instruction that you have to follow. That's the word of God. There are some th- steps. You know, there are some, um, uh, what's the word? Like, you know, it's not, um, you just, maybe you're doing something foolishly because, you know, you are not backing yourself up with the word of God. But when you back that action up with it, like you let the word of God lead you into the action, that is you kind of like exercising your faith.
0: That's good. Okay. And, and so I have a question for you. So um, we've talked about faith, but what does a step of faith, just, let's just be basic faith, what does a step of faith look like? Okay.
1: So I will bring this to myself. I'll bring it to myself. Um, I remember in 2020, um, I used to work you know, outside of town, travel a lot, and it's a, Um, to feel that, you know, it's taking me away from, you know, home service, you know, things like it's a lot of things. And I was planning to get married in 2020. I was like, okay, after this marriage, am I still going to be going for months, if you know, and leave my wife at home? This is not going to work. So I was like, okay, let me change careers. Like, Let me see what's out there for me. You know, I'm not even sure. I don't even have experience in it. But for me, it's just more or less like, okay, believe you can do it. And also, let me also add this to it. Being in the midst of God's children, like where we are right now, please don't take it for granted. Because even if you can't hear from God, God loves us so much, he will send people to you. And as I said, in the midst of God's children, not just anybody, but God's children. And I think most times we're just so carried away, like, with our, and we don't kind of, like, a, take a step back. You know, thank God for pandemic. We are the pandemic benefits, you know, understand? Because it's really kind of like I'm a person that, you know, likes going around. But that period, I was able, It's kind of, like, crushed me to kind of, like, stay in one place and hear God, you know, tell me, okay, Go this way. And I, oh, sorry. mind you, when you're planning to take the step of faith, it's not just going to be God's instructions you're going to hear. Mm. No, trust The devil will not let you go just like that. <laughs> he will not let you go just like that. But be attentive and know. You know that's where your personal work with God it, they said Noah work with God, Abraham walked with God, Esther walked with God, Ruth walked with God. All the examples in the Bible, know your walk with God. Mm-hmm. You cannot because, yeah, there are some godly answers. There are some goodly answers. Mm-hmm. There are some things that sound so good, okay, this is so, but there are some things that are God made. And you don't want to miss out of what God has made for you. So the instructions, you just have to listen to
0: it. That's so good. I think I think that's the most important thing is that, like, I think we have to realize just from what you're saying is that with faith, um, it's not just about believing for something and then calling it a day. I think there's something I was thinking about when you were talking is that the perfect will of God, right, for every single person. The perfect will of God for every single person. God has a perfect will for you. And so in order... You can't just have faith for, oh, I want to make a, I want to have a million dollars. I want to build a mansion. I want to do this. I want to do all these things. You you can have faith for them, but is it within the perfect will of God? But how do you know the perfect will of God is by walking, walking with, God. God. with God. If you don't walk with God and you don't communicate yeah. with him consistently, you're going to just be putting things in the air and, quote, unquote, manifesting, you know, <laughs> whatever that is. Um, but even as you're saying um, with the steps, I think, you know, and you kinda of touched on it earlier. Um, I have here like why do people um what what prevents people from taking a step of faith? You know, and and you can add to this, you know, one of the one of the first things and we talked about this last week is uh Alameda talked about this was fear. You know, cause you said as soon as like you are about to take a step of faith, yes you can hear God's voice, but you're also going to hear the enemy's voices where the enemy's going to try and do so many things. And so fear is let's be real, fear is one of the 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 biggest ways that the enemy is going to try and and just take us out of like even attempting oh i want to start a business oh but do you have enough money (laughs) you have this big idea but do i have the resources do i have the connections those all the do i have this but if it's something that is backed by god it's not about what you have it's about what he has right and so fear of course is definitely a thing but lack of trust because this thing faith is what Is a confidence in someone or something it's substance of things hoped for evidence of things not seen you have to have trust like you have to be able to trust god that's part of what faith is and so the reality is that if you don't trust god and i think the aspect of this i wanted to really bring it home to is that um trust in our generation is wanting to know all of the details right and so if you're about to go into a career, if you're about to make a decision, if you're about to do something, the truth is that a lot of times you won't take the step if you don't know all the details of what's happening. Okay, what is, what is step A going to look like? What is step B going to be? Okay, what, how, what is that going to take for me? What is my time commitment here? What is it? And the thing is that the moment you start trying to calculate and strategize all these steps is the moment you now start to say that you don't necessarily believe like that God will will be the one that sustains you. That God is going to be your, your your source. But the moment you take a step back and you're like, okay, I don't necessarily know like, what it's going to look like, but God, I know that that's where we have trust. That's where trust really comes in. Another one, and number three, is pride. Pride stops us from taking taking steps of faith. And um, I'll, I'll bring it in this aspect uh, um, because I love this scripture. Proverbs 3, 5-8, uh, and I feel like This this scripture goes with all these points I'm saying. Proverbs 3, 5 to 8. It says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Verse 7, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Eight, it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Why I say pride is that a lot of times for uh, people right now, um, the pandemic benefit people, (laughs) you know, all of us, is that we tend to, um, we tend to use the excuse, I'm going to grind it out. Like, I got to work. Like, I got to, I really got to, uh-huh. Hustle. Hustle. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Hustle. I got to hustle. Like, I got to really do, like, the work and hustle. Like, I got to pay my time, pay my dues. You know, that is true, right? But there's this thing where there's a pride in that, that, like, I got to do the work. I got to do some of the things. Yes, of course, faith without works is dead. But there's, there's a thing where a lot of times we won't take the step of faith because we, we feel like we're the ones that have to do the, the work when it comes to, the, we have to manufacture the steps. We are the one that has to create the connections. We're the ones that have to put ourselves in the meetings. Yes, that can happen, but trust me, the more the more hands off you are, the more God shows up, Absolutely. right? And then number four, um, this is a, a if you want, but the reality is that you lack value. Um, you lack value, and this is why I say this. If you knew how important you were to God, and how valuable how you, how valuable you were to God, you would allow Him to take control. It's like a reverse type of thing because it's like it, it's like if you knew how much God was invested in your life and how much He wanted you to succeed. You would allow him to do what he wants to do with you. You would allow him to just to just okay, God, if you if you're telling me to do this, if I'm I believe this okay, cool. I, I can trust in you that much. But when you lack value, it's almost like you tend not to depend on him anymore because you feel like, oh, I don't necessarily know if like I'm going to get the support. I don't necessarily know how it's going to work out. But if you believe that God really, really is invested in you, if you really believe that God has really called you, if you believe that God has really destined you for something, if he's the one that has destined you for it, he's the one that called you forth. So he's the one that's responsible for you. You're not responsible for yourself in his eyes. He's responsible for you.
1: Yeah. Thank you, there for you know, this amazing word. And let me put it this way. Let me say it. When you are working in line with God, the proof that you know that you're working with God is when people ask you, how do you do it? Mm. Because, you know, there are some people that, you know, you know how much they work. You know, the the amount of time, they also like five jobs. They go in and here and when they bring the result out, they bought "Ah, You deserve it, you know, because we say it but you work for it because you you know by the time you are driving the car, you know. Ah uh-uh, okay, it's, a, it's high time. It's high time. But when God is involved, that is the secret weapon. Like, they don't know. Mm. They don't know. They'll be like, how? Yeah. How? How come? How did you do? You just be laughing, and you don't know. Like, okay. But because, that I said, you always believe like you want to also. You just want to do it by it's yourself. Me. It's me. And another thing is, when God's uh, when God gives you instruction, I've not seen where God tells anybody in the Bible, okay, this is the, how the journey. God, he told Joseph, he showed Joseph where he's going to be. He never showed him the pit, never showed him the prison. So because if God has shown us, we will not activate that faith. Because he has, of course now, okay, Dara is going to give me a check of, um, $50,000 next week, of course. I will have the money, but I don't know if I will give it well. <laughs> if God tells me, okay, Dara is going to give me, like, okay, God says, okay, if God says um, you're going to have a house by the end of the year, and um, uh, this is how you're going to get the house, because Dara will come and give you the money to buy out. Trust me. I will start, uh, please, can I pass Pastor Roku, please, can you give me Dara's number by now? You no, know, I will be working. Uh, when is Dara going to show up? But maybe God just wants a word from me to Dara. God just wants this kind of, maybe study your word and you know, and Dara comes before the, the same word that I studied yesterday is what Dara needs the answer for. Mm. And I tell him, and that thing worked. Oh, thank God for Dara, you know. But trust me, we, human beings, he said, lean not on your own understanding. That's one of that. Then, secondly, you said it talked about pride. And, you know, with faith also comes, like, there is difference between pride and confidence. Mm, faith, there is confidence. And I want to quickly read the scripture that I saw, and it blew my mind. And we all know this uh, scripture. It's um, in um, one, it's in um, Mark chapter 9, and I'm, I'm going to breeze through from Mark 9 from 17 to 23. Mark 9, it's about the story about, um, you know, when Jesus was preaching, the man with the son with epilepsy. And it says, um, Mark 9, 17 to 23, he said, A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground, it forms at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. And I asked your Disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. Okay. Then Jesus answered, like he said, you unbelieving generation. Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? Mm-hmm. How long shall I put up with you? Bring me the boy. Like, bring, he, he said, just imagine, bring me the boy. Then he said, so they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. Mm-hmm. He fell to the ground and rolled around foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has it been like this? Like I can just, the swag that Jesus has asking these questions, like how long has it been like this? Then he said, from childhood, he answered, it has often thrown him to the, into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can, b- now listen, the man said, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. NIV now said, if you can, Like question mark? That was Jesus. If you can, like, (laughs) what do you like? What do you mean? Do you know who you're standing in front? He said, "said Jesus, everything is possible for one." He didn't even say himself, but for one who believes. So it is not a matter of let us argue. Like, okay, can you do it or you cannot? Okay, Jesus said, "If you can." So when he talks to to you about getting results through activation of faith, believing in God. It is not a matter of conversation. Like I said in the beginning, faith is a gift. It's already there. But most of us, we're just, we just leave it dormant. Imagine us going to heaven and we see it and kind of like, okay, these are things I could have done, and God has given me all this. But because we don't activate it by relying on God's
0: word. So. Thank you so much for that. That's so good. And I think um, even as you're talking, I think I want to transition to this aspect because, of course, it's not just about faith that we're talking about. It's about bold faith, right? And, um, and, I, and I, want to, I want to reference this again like what we are reading earlier in Hebrews 11, uh, 1 to 3. In verse 2, it says, for by it elders obtained a good testimony. It's talking about faith. And so there's a way that you, like faith can determine how your testimony looks like the result of a testament. So him, by, by saying, for it by the elders obtained a good testimony, that's by faith. So there's a way that you can obtain a bad testimony. Right? So the, by faith allows you to obtain a good testimony. And so going into this bold faith, right? What is bold? Bold is showing an ability to take risk, being confident and courageous. Um, and and I think that whenever we hear bold, like, we just be thinking of like some crazy stuff with <laughs> Spiro. Um, but I think there's a, there's a lot of things I have for this because there's a scripture that comes to my mind when I'm thinking about boldness because I, I want us to realize that boldness is an attitude of strong confidence in God um, such that godly things are said and done openly without fear of the consequences. So that's, that's where boldness comes in is where you don't care what the consequences are You strongly believe and you're strongly taking a step and completely confident, not prideful, confident in God that he will do it and you don't care what the consequences will be. And uh, there's a story that I think all of us probably know and I want us to open our Bible to Luke 19 um, and we'll read from 1 to 6. Luke 19, 1 to 6. Luke 19, 1 to 6. And I'm reading from the New King James version for this. Um, Luke 19, 1 to 6. All right, cool. So, um, a lot of us know the story. It says, Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, verse 2. Now, behold, there was a, na- a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. Verse 3. And he he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. Verse 5. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, and said to him, "Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house." Verse six. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. If this ain't bold, I don't know what else what else is. And and I know another reference I would love to make. All of us know, of course, the woman with the issue, right? And and so with that story, with the woman with the issue, and also with Zacchaeus, I I I would like to, and I, and I want us to kind of talk about this. Because I believe that when we say bold steps of faith, I'm sure some people will be like, you know, um, how do I know I'm making a bold step of faith? What does that look like? Because, you know, for, for Zacchaeus, it was, it was maybe out of innocent just thinking, oh, I want to see this man. I'm going to climb up on the tree. I may look like a fool. And mind you, he's a tax collector. So he got, he got money. He, he also looked down on, you know. But he got money. He went up to the tree. And then for someone like the woman with the issue of blood, for her... She's like, I don't care. I'm gonna just grab and get my, my testimony and go. And so, I want. Do you have any examples of like maybe there is a bold step of faith that you took? Okay. So <laughs> yes, there is, and um, thank God
1: because my wife is there. So um, let me just is a testimony about you know how God did um, you know how we got pregnant, mm-hmm. and my wife is this is actually left, uh, for my wife. So. I know we've been married for over a year, like a little over a year, and nothing is happening. Okay. Nothing was happening, you know. And, you know, after they will tell you, trust me, I marry people here in the house, they will tell you when you're married, like, okay, maybe first year, chill, or people will not walk up to you. But after a year, they will start, you know, especially in our community, they'll start giving you the eye, ah, okay, you know, something like that. So I know we were kind of like, okay, we're kind of like concerned around that time, you know, what's going on. And um, earlier this year, you know, they would start, you know, people will start talking. Parents, you know, okay, go check up. I went to check myself. My wife checked herself, and this is a testimony because she's there. And we discovered that okay, she had um, fibroid, you know, and we th- okay, she had one. There, and they said when they checked, oh, this is not going to affect anything. Okay, fine. Then they referred us to a specialist, and we went earlier this year. You know, twenty twenty-two. This is going to be your year. Let us go, yes. okay? And January, 11, maybe second week eleventh, and we went to see. And the doctor, you know, as they are, they are doing the job. Shout out to doctors in the house. I yes. know, got you, okay? Yes. <laughs> so they said, oh, and they did a check on her, and they found another one, a little bigger, on our, you know. Is it um, that is going to, yeah, that's going to kind of like choke. Oh, so what is it called? Sorry. sorry. What's,
0: what is, for the, for the people in the medical field, what is it called?
1: Uterus, yeah. Yeah. There's one there that, is, that is not. The okay. ovaries? Yes. Okay. Ovaries. <laughs> so they said, okay, this is the reason. In one way, I was kind of like relieved in the sense that, okay, oh, there is no problem with, there's something to attach that blame to. So, I think the f- weekend of that week, um, th- um, that was a Tuesday. On Wednesday, there was Bible study in church, and it was Lola Day and Pastor Day here. And they were talking about, you know, there is a place of prayer that you can pray, you know, in yourself. You just locked yourself in the house. My wife was at home. I was driving to rehearsal in church. So, she listened to that. And the Saturday was the first meeting for top prayer with um, Henry, Henry, so I went for that one, she was at home, you know, it was a prayer for, you know, men, and she said, before I got home that, like, oh, she said, my husband went for prayers, let me also pray, she was so devastated, they said, okay, the doctor said, okay, you have to have the surgery before you get pregnant, you know, and after you get pregnant, you have to wait, after you do the surgery, you have to wait like three months, so I was already calculating the available date for the surgery, then after three months, then it's like, ah, 2020 is gone already, you know, something like that. So I was kind of like, okay, let me go for the prayer. But she, at home, she went inside the closet and prayed I had that that day Mm. in the closet. So I got home, she was like, oh, welcome. You know, when you left, I was just down, you know, things, women. But I went inside and I prayed, you know, that I said, okay, no problem. I was already calculating, you know, so when are we going to have the surgery? Don't they have a closer date, you know, something like that? She was like, no, well, let me just wait because our sister is getting married after that. Not knowing that God already has his plans yeah. for us. So when we had instructions prior to that, you know, things that we should have done. But God in himself, when we have given up hope, But that gift that God has given unto us, I totally forgot about, okay, having faith in God. I was encouraging her. And that's another thing for people. Anytime God does something for you, please share the testimony. Because we are so used to um, Hannah in the Bible, Sarah in the Bible. You know, these are people that, you know, we read about. Everybody has used the example. But let us use what is the example. Let us use our testimony to kind of like encourage her. Because at times we want to see the person that we are. Like God, I did it for uh, people like this. So, yeah, I did it for me. And lo and behold, (laughs) the end of the month, you know, this is not that okay. We've seen something before. Maybe we miscarried or anything like. It has not happened. So we knew. Okay, you know, if it's you know, there are some things that happen that we just say, okay, thank God that that thing happened. At least we know. There are some bad things that we just want to claim, you know, like, okay, because, uh-huh. But this, it has never happened before. So the doubt, the fear was there. But when she activated her faith, mm. I did not even know, when she activated her faith, these are things that, you know, and there are some things that has happened in the fact that the devil put in your mind, okay, you know, there are some things you've done in the past. That is why this thing is not happening. Mm. That is why it's throwing the doubts in your mind. Mm. And with, with that, faith and doubt cannot exist in the same place. Right, yeah. So... Don't listen when did they it will come and tell you things. The woman with the issue of blood, trust me, is like you going to see pastor, you want to go and touch Pastor E the boy at the convention. Do you know those um, protocols yeah. that they will they will grab you? But imagine this <laughs> they will grab, but imagine the amount of people that, that woman with her pain she was able to kind of like go through, and immediately when Jesus said something has left me, see these disciples. <laughs> the protocols, they were like, okay, it is this woman. They were, But the woman, in, okay, you know what? I'm not going to look at the crowd. I'm not going to hear the noises. I'm sure when she was trying to grow, me, ah, some woman with children, Madame Shift, you know, something like that. But she was like, okay, I know where that thing is going to be. So I'm just telling you, there are some things, until they call you a fool, like they look at you crazy, trust me, I'm not riding on that wings of faith that God has given unto you. You will do some things and people will be like, are you okay? Then you know you are walking by faith. When David, who is this short? When they were describing and Goliath, that is like I am seven feet tall. Imagine like um O'Neill, and um I don't want to mention. Okay, even imagine me. So you know, imagine you. They said that you should go. And, you know, they make adverts of that and this. You know, things like that. But people will call you a fool until they call you a fool before you know that okay yes this is actually but make sure that before wait, the food they are calling you is because you are acting on the instructions of God though not on your own understanding thank you darling no that's
0: so good thank you so much for that and as you can see uh his wife is currently and we and we just pray for safe delivery healthy delivery quick delivery that what God has started he will finish and by God's grace, according to their will, if there's more in plan, it will come. Amen. <laughs> Man, thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, and I think with what you said is so important because I want us to realize that um, there's two things that I analyze. You have to realize with bold, um, taking bold steps, right? That uh, bold steps, it, it happens with, with quick obedience. Like what makes something bold is because like, it's risky. And here's the thing it's not bold anymore if you don't act quickly. And so, for instance, you going to pray and then your wife being, being like, shoot, I need to pray, right? Like, the, oh, like, she hears the instruction, but the response was quick. Exactly. You know what, see what I'm saying? Exactly. And so, just like the woman with the issue of blood that's in the crowd, it's almost like the opportunity for her to touch the garment, we don't even know how quick that, that happened we don't know i mean i think in the scripture it says it's literally like almost like a a thread like so. yeah is what she touched so like a slither imagine now her thinking over it like okay god i like you know we we do this like oh god i I'm, I'm hearing you i don't know if i should do that meanwhile your 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 deliverance is just walking right there You're like, i don't know okay i think i'm going to it's already passed And so we have to realize that when it comes to taking bold steps of faith, it takes quick action. And bold steps of faith, I mean, a lot of times um, we think in church it it has to do with maybe sowing a a massive seed. But it could be the sacrifice in in the place of prayer. You know, okay, maybe you usually just pray, like, an hour, but something is telling you, for, you know, for what you believe God needs to do. I need to pray for, like, five hours. I need to, like, take a retreat or something, you know, and, and so I need to maybe serve a little bit more. Maybe I need to do something a little bit different. mean, um, so we have to realize that it's not necessarily about the quantity, like, it's not necessarily about, like, um, the, the amount. It's about the instruction, the instruction is, what, is what's most important because when God wants to do something extraordinary and it requires a bold step, you have to pay very, very careful attention to what He's instructing you to do. And it may not be, it may not be, it may be even something that you don't even expect. You know, there's, there's people who have testimonies that, oh, maybe they were seeking um, the fruit of the womb and they just sow maybe a gift into somebody's life that is way beyond their budget. <laughs> you know, but 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 that's that's their bold step of faith, right? There's some people. I, I mean, I've heard the stories of someone that literally, because of the job that they received, they would they they would now uh they took an intentional day off of that job, and they would work at the church, because that was what that's what they believed was going to be their step of faith, their bold step of faith. And and here's the thing. It, because of how bold it is when it happens and, and, and like I, I like how you said it, like it's crazy when you're doing it. You know I'm gonna quote uh, Pastor Mike, it's crazy until it happens. Right? And taking bold steps is really crazy because you get looked at very, very yeah. weirdly. People look at you like, bro what are you doing? Like you know, why are you praying like that? Why are you why are you worshiping like that? Why are you you know crying like that? You know, but the reality is that when you know what God has told you and what, and what you need to happen, you will realize it doesn't matter how you look. Because when you're sharing the testimony, the same people that was looking at you crazy going to be the same people like, I receive it, I receive it. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> you know? And so, and I want us to realize, like, once, even, when, even when we have a bold step or we take a bold step, we have to realize that in, in that, like you had mentioned earlier, we have to hang on to his word. Um, like, you have to hang on to his word during those process because, and realize that God favors the bold. Like, um, this is, that's not a, that's not like a scripture, but like, from what we see in instances in scripture, God favors the bold. People who have bold faith, God favors those people. And, 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 and I think that's why it's so amazing that every time, I mean, most of the times that Jesus is about to heal or Jesus is about to do something, he always asks the question, do you believe? Do you believe? You know, like you said, it is a gift, and we have to activate it. That, I think that's a question we have to ask ourselves. Has, have we been activating our faith or not? You know, yes, we may have the resources. Yes, we may have uh, the connections or these things. But we have to realize that we have to activate our faith. It takes, like, a push. It takes a pushing to do so. And, like, I encourage all of us, like, it's not necessarily for the big things that we always have to activate it, even for the little things. Yeah. <laughs> because that's where it starts that's where it starts oh I, I, god i just shoot you, you know you got up uh, you got up late and and there's traffic and you're like god i just pray you know i have faith that hopefully the roads will be clear and then you get up you leave and wow the roads are clear <laughs> but you have to you have to activate the, the gift of faith and 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 so i think with our generation specifically we have to realize that we um I'm a quote I'm a quote uh Mr. Letu, do it scared. <laughs> you know? A lot of times you have to realize that like a lot of things that God is going to ask us to do is going to really um require us to take bold steps that seem scary, that seem like steps that our parents would have never taken. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, because what is required and what the investment that God has in us in our lives requires those steps to be taken, and realize that in the position that you are, where you are, the job that you have, the condition you're in, it's 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 supposed you're supposed to take those steps. The risk is supposed to be taken now, you know. Um, the risk is supposed to be taken now. And I think the last um, the last question I just want to ask you though is, um, do you do you think that because I think this is a question like when should I when should I be is it should I always take bold steps of faith? Um, do you think that bolts like bold steps of faith are per circumstance, or is it more so just a a lifestyle of just bold faith?
1: <laughs> so it's yeah. Thank you. I think it's trust me. There are levels of faith, and that is when our work with God comes into play, because you want when you pass this test when with your faith trust me a bigger one is going to come a bigger one is going to come and because of our time i remember uh, i have um, my friends back home like that we grew up together we have prayers and um earlier and earlier last year whenever we pray you know there's always my prayer point child 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 after like four months of praying one of my friends called me i said, are you not? I see that every time you pray, this is your prayer point, you are stressing yourself out. Mm. You are just worrying too much. Are you not the one that told us how God did your travel here? Mm. So what makes you that? What, has that God changed? Mm. Just relax your mind. He will do it when he wants to do it. He will do it when he wants to do it. And trust me, I totally forgot God of 2015 that led me here. Mm. How God brought me out of that experience in 2015. And you know, Another one, bigger one came, and I was all jittery. I forgot about how God is going to do it. So to round it up, when we're talking, some words have been on this altar today, boldness, confidence, and pride. When you're bold and confident in your faith, because you are backed by God's instruction, pride runs on empty, emptiness. You know, when you see somebody's pride, you just like, what does he have that isn't, you know? But when somebody's confident, like, when you see that confidence in the person, you know that. Okay, you wonder, okay, what is it? But that's just the secret weapon. Because the person is, it carries something that you don't seem to see. But that thing, if you dig that deep down. So when it comes to confidence, when you walk in confidence, when you want to know that, okay, you, it comes with experience. Because God that did it, you refer to yourself, God that did it for me two years ago, is still able to do it right now. What makes him change? Nothing. So just stand on his word, stand on his faithfulness, stand on that experience, and trust me, God is just, you know, you are, you are, you are bragging about God, why would he do it now? Of course not, nah, okay, <laughs> you remember, okay, I did it, okay, well, let me give you this one. But you know, when you are being pride, prideful, you know, about it, even talking about, okay, receive Jesus, you know, they take the bold step of faith and come forward. But some people, you know that you need the salvation, but pride, ah, how would that person see me you now? I just, they thought I'm, I'm saved, but... That's, that boldness just comes in, you know, assurance that God is going to save you. God is going to deliver you. So you believe in God. Confidence comes from God. Pride comes from self. Let's just leave it that way.
0: Thank you. That's so good. That's good. I, I think the last thing I want to say um, before we round up is just that I think we also have to realize that even Jesus is a great example of faith. Um, I think in the journey of Jesus, we have to realize that him... Going on the cross is a bold step of faith. Why is that a bold step of faith? Because, as a human, let's be real. Your 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 father, your heavenly father, tells you that, oh, you know, you're gonna die, and I'm gonna raise you back to life. <laughs> it's crazy. I would be like, nah, I'm good. And so that itself, we have to realize, and that's why, of course, Jesus, was like, bro, it's, you know if there's any other way that you can do this, you know, just take this cup of wrath away from me. Because the thing is that it's a, it's a step of faith because, guys, you have to realize when you die, like, I, I mean, I haven't died before, so, <laughs> you know. But, uh, you know, the thing is that when someone dies, like, there's no life. There's nothing in that body. No soul in the body anymore. And so Jesus went to the cross with a faith and an expectation that, you know what, if he said it, he will do it right and so the manifestation of the empty grave is literally a stamp of bold faith that jesus went in there jesus went to the cross he was like "Sure, I, I it's not going to be by my power and that's the submission it's not by my power that this is going to happen it's going to be my father's power and so i want us to be encouraged by that that we have to have bold faith um Jesus has set the standard for that as well. And and I think even as you shared your testimony, it's been amazing. Um, And so I I did this last week, but I would like for you to just pray uh, for us because there's some people who have heard your testimony, um, uh, your family's testimony, and I think that um, there's a lot of tapping into. And so could you just pray for us, you know, and just uh, pray a prayer of faith uh, for us. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We
1: give you all the glory. We appreciate you for this season, this moment. We thank you for that gift of faith. Thank you for loving us despite our doubts, despite all fears, despite all the instructions from men that is against your will. Thank you for giving us that instruction of your word. Thank you for blessing our lives. We say be thou exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we come before you and we ask for mercy in any way that we have overlooked your grace, your mercy, your saving grace for your gift of faith that we have done things by our own understanding, Lord, have mercy upon us in Jesus' name. And Father, Lord, as we're going and we're stepping out of this place, Lord, every dormant faith in our lives that needs activation, we pray by your mercy today, they begin to work in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us to listen to you, to follow your instruction, to be at peace in our mind, to know when you're speaking. Father, Lord, help us to understand the power and the grace that you have given unto us. Thank you, Lord, because as from now henceforth, we are walking in bold faith. Father, thank you because all doubts, all fears are taken away. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you've answered our prayers. We're coming back with our testimony. And God, for all the testimonies that we've heard today, Lord God, in Jesus' name, let there be more and abundance in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious and holy name we've prayed.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817 382 Again, text SAVED to 817 Thank you so much and have a blessed week.